Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. I've done thousands of interviews in my 30 decades here at WIBC. That's the truth. But one that stands out is a young man I talked to in 2020 about his award-winning Holocaust film titled We Shall Not Die Now. Well, Kylan and I had a chance to talk to 23-year-old filmmaker and composer Ashton Gluckman from Carmel about his eight-part docuseries presented by the History Channel. It's titled Kennedy, which he directed. It is a pleasure to talk to you. I remember that interview, and it's, it's so great to be back. I hope you're doing well. I am, and I'm glad that we get to spend a few minutes with you. Congratulations. Ashton, a filmmaker, music composer, founder of Blackbird Pictures, but a whole lot of different hats working on this docuseries, which you began filming at the age of 20? Yeah, in 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, which was quite the experience. <laughs> November 22nd, 1963, 60 years ago, our 35th president, John F. Kennedy, was assassinated. Still to this day, Ashton, I think most believe there's been a cover-up and the public has still not been told the truth. What did you want to do with your story? Well, the more I began to look into the documentaries that had been made on JFK, eventually when I got to 100 documentaries that had been made about the assassination, I decided very early on that I wasn't going to make another documentary about Dallas because those have been made in such a huge number. And, you know, I think for a lot of people, the entry point to JFK is Dallas because it's such a historic moment and it changed the entire course of history in the U.S. It wasn't just an assassination. It was something that completely changed the world. I mean, similarly, in many ways, to the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. and Bobby Kennedy in 1968, a key year. But I think the Kennedy assassination is so difficult for us in 1963 is because we had this president that we all admired, and he had guided the country through perhaps the most difficult, dangerous moment in our history, which was the Cuban Missile Crisis. And yet he's shot in cold blood in the middle of the streets in Dallas in public. And I think for us, after that, facing that kind of a reality, um, it brought a level of sort of this disturbing realism into American society where we had to ultimately, you know, we went into Vietnam and then we went into Watergate. And then there were um, a lot of critical issues that happened during the late 60s and and, uh, 70s. So it was really a, a changing point. But I think the reason why we're still so interested in it is because Kennedy you know, caught our imaginations. He inspired people, and that's why we keep looking back. Tell us, where did you go? Who did you talk to for the docuseries? So I basically selected, you know, the biggest range of historians and Kennedy family members, politicians, people that were on the ground during the Civil Rights Movement and the Bay of Pigs. I tried to basically capture the widest array of perspectives as I could so that the documentary could really feel like it's fresh and like people are getting some new perspectives that they might not have heard before. Um, in any documentary up to date. So that was really the key uh, entry point for me. And so that meant traveling around the country. And I went to 25 different states. And um, the first leg of filming, for example, was a month and a half of the driving tour part. So we rented a car and then first drove all the way up to the top of New York and then started working our way down and across the East Coast. And 
went to Washington and New York and, and um, you know, Philadelphia and um, Virginia, so all over the East Coast. And that really, I think, was a, a pivotal part of the project was just going out there and really talking to all the people and uh, ended up capturing 170 hours of footage. Wow. So then it was time to edit. And that was a huge, it was a huge job. Kylan Talley also joining us now. Kylan? Ashton, you learned a lot about Kennedy, all of the different point of views that people were able to give you. Could you talk on some of the inspirations that you gained from learning about Kennedy and then how how this point of view that Kennedy takes on all of these different situations and how we could use some of Kennedy's, his mindset in today's life? I think the thing that I grew to really admire about Kennedy, especially in, you know, audiences will see this in the second half of the show during the uh, president during the presidential section. So the second half of the series is basically his time in the administration and he faces this huge range of problems. It's crisis after crisis, moment after moment. And the one thing that's remarkable about Kennedy is he's a, he's a learner. He's someone who sits there in the Oval Office and listens to others and is able to take responsibility when he makes a mistake. And ultimately, he becomes receptive to the movements that are happening throughout the country. Kennedy would not have been in a place in 1963 where he would have supported the civil rights movement had it not been for those activists that were in the streets in Birmingham and throughout the country. So to be a president, it's, it's not to go in there and say that you know everything and that you're the leader because you were elected. And it's nothing like that. It's much more so having the the courage to to listen, to take responsibility, and to approach things with a sense of patience and um, really thinking things through. And so, I think uh, you know, for our modern leaders and for, for uh, you know others involved in politics, there's a lot to learn from Kennedy's character as a leader. And uh, I really tried to bring that out in the show. Ashton, are there some facts that you were able to expose that perhaps not many of us know? Yeah, I really tried to, for example, in episode two, I really tried to unpack the, the, the true scope of what happened in World War II with Kennedy, uh, with PT-109. So episode two is like a really pivotal part of, of um, the series because it's the moment where he really comes of age in a way. Out in the Pacific, in the middle of shark-infested waters, he's swimming in the middle of the night, miles, tugging a crewmate who's been badly burned. And, um, you know, he goes out in the middle of the night with a lantern looking for help. Wow. This is really the moment where the, the, the rich, uh, privileged kid from Massachusetts becomes, in many ways, the Kennedy that we will later know as JFK. You know, that was also a key point. Is like we, we have the image in our head of the iconic JFK, those classic images of him as a president mm-hmm. in the suits and tie. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't always that way. I had to ascend into that. And did you get all of your answers to your questions that you were looking for when you were out there creating the docuseries? Well, I think the thing about JFK that even to this day, after three years of doing this, he is an enigma. And I think he will always be an enigma. He had a mystery about him. And even the people that knew him when he was alive talked about that mystery. There was always something underneath that people didn't really, he had this great charisma and personality, but he was a mystery. He had this whole other part about him where he was a historian in many ways. He was someone who read nonstop and I think in many ways was able to step out of situations at many points and see himself in history, which I think is a really interesting point. And I think um, the thing about JFK that keeps us making films about him and writing books is the fact that that mystery will never sort of die out. And so this is just, you know, my latest trying to come to grips with uh, him and his legacy and really what that means for us today. 
Can't wait to see it. Carmel, Indiana's Ashton Gluckman, filmmaker, music composer, founder of Blackbird Pictures, based here in Indy, and the director of Kennedy, presented by the History Channel, eight-part docuseries chronicling the life, legacy, and leadership of John F. Kennedy. Ashton, it's so great to talk to you again. Congratulations on your success. We're sure proud of you, my friend. Thank you so much, Terry. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. I'll see you sometime soon. Bye-bye. He is one in a million. He truly is incredible, and he's a Hoosier. And uh, that series began last night. It is fantastic. There were three episodes last night. Tonight, you'll see three episodes as well. Final two airing tomorrow at 8 p.m. That is on the History Channel. Do not miss it. It is really, really well done. Denny, you remember that, don't you? The assassination 60 years ago. And it, it was 1963. I believe it was a Friday, but I can't remember. I was in the sixth grade, and Mr. Hooper stopped class for just a second, and Miss Wilson, who was the third grade teacher, came in, and she was crying. And so a lot of the kids, the, you could tell the emotion was charged up, and a lot of the kids started crying. They didn't even know why they were mm-hmm. crying. And she spoke to Mr. Hooper for about a minute, and then she stayed in the class, and Mr. Hooper said, uh, boys and girls, the president has been assassinated. And there was a lot of confusion in the class because we really didn't know what assassination meant. We knew about Lincoln, of course. I mean, we we're in the sixth grade. But then he broke it down. He said he has been shot in Dallas and he is dead. And that just shut down the class. I mean, we didn't know what to do. You know, Denny, you, this this series is some, for, for people like you also that remember that day so well. And we are right now at the point in this series where he's in the Senate and he's starting to, to think about making that run for president. So right. I, I hope you'll...